Stand by for Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors with your host, Drew Kirby. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsey. Ah, uh, this is Craig Morgan. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. It is another week of Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. Really appreciate you listening. And if you've missed any of our shows, you can find those on demand at the My Country 95.5 app. So much stuff to cover today. We're talking living in the big carnivore area. Black bears, mountain lions, Justin Benfin, along with Janet Millick. We talk fishing with Brian Woodward of Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. And Jay Fountain discusses the walleye league that kicks off in just a few days. Make sure you're tuned in. And again, you'll be able to catch this on demand Monday morning. Let's get into it. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. <laughs> Country 95.5. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Thanks so much for coming in on the show today. And of course, you can listen to all of the episodes that we've done. We have done already, this is our 24th of season two, and uh, just barely halfway over the, uh, the year. So we have a, a lot to do the rest of the year. And uh, Janet, you've been on every one of these episodes that we've done. Well, it doesn't seem like we've done that mis- that many of them, Drew, but this is exciting and we're glad you're doing it and to help us get our message out and be here to answer any questions. You know, and, and one of the very first ones we did was kind of an introduction to Wyoming Game and Fish. And uh, one of the very first folks that I met was Justin Benfit. And Justin is with us again today because it's that time of year when there's been a few extra mountain lion sightings and black bear sightings, then and, and uh, there's a workshop coming up over the next uh, week that uh, would be very beneficial to a lot of folks. So yeah, a couple things there. So here in in over the last year and even in in recent weeks, we we've had a, an increase in reported mountain lion sightings to us, and that is kind of a function of a couple things. I mean. We think in general over the last few years, lion populations have done well in places we, we do think there's been an uptick in mountain lion numbers. But I think most of it can really be attributed to we've just got more folks out and about in lion country. A lot of that stuff along the base of the mountain has gotten more and more developed over the years. We have folks with lots of home security cameras now that they didn't used to always have. And and so some of these folks are, are, are picking up some of these lion sightings on their actual home security cameras or We've had a couple incidents where folks have been walking the Rotary Park Trail and have, and have observed a mountain lion, told us about it. So just just with, with this uh, increased in sightings recently, um, felt like it was another uh, good opportunity for us to do our, our living in deer and lion country workshops. Is, is there a threat when you see so many mountain lions, even if it's just on a camera? I mean, obviously, they're lurking around. Is there a threat to to families? You know, here at Game and Fish, we definitely are not panicked that there's a huge increase in these large carnivores, Um, but it is something just to be aware of. And, you know, since I started with Game and Fish 20 years ago, we've been doing these living in large carnivore workshops to kind of help landowners and and other people who recreate in Wyoming understand the behaviors of all of these different creatures. They're they're definitely not something to be afraid of, but we want to make sure people feel comfortable as they go outside in Wyoming. You know, when I moved 
moved here a year ago, one of the very first things that I asked people was, well, what's the bear situation? What's the mountain lion situation? And there were there wasn't a, a, a lot of answers that came in. People were like, oh, we're not in the, the big mountains and we don't have the grizzlies here. So we didn't even worry about the the black bears that are around here. But really, it is kind of a concern, especially this time of, of year when they're they're waking up and they're looking for food and maybe even a, a home to live in. You know, the, the risk is never zero when we're talking about the human interface with large carnivores, whether that's a black bear or a mountain lion in the case of the Casper area. So the risk is not zero. I mean, there have been encounters that, I mean, you know, folks have been certainly attacked and, and killed by black bears and mountain lions over the years. Now, thankfully, we haven't had that in Wyoming, but the risk can certainly be minimized with, with the proper precautions and, and human behaviors. Public safety is always paramount. It's always our number one concern. Anytime we have a situation with large carnivores and, and people on the landscape, we don't want to overreact to situations either. I mean, these these black bears, lions, they've always been here. Um, they're going to continue to to be here. And, and we feel like humans and, and, and these large carnivores can live responsibly together. Justin, real quick before I let you guys go for, for this week, went camping a couple of weeks ago and I overheard someone in a, in a camping area close say, oh, there are too many people around here. The bears won't come and visit us here. Were they right or are they wrong? Well, that depends on, on the behavior of the humans you're camping with. So yeah, certainly if you're making a lot of noise or having fun or, or whatever, um, yeah, it's it's probably going to dissuade any any wildlife from wanting to come around. But but really the biggest issue is, you know, when we have a bunch of folks camping out there, we don't want those bears coming around. We don't want those bears habituating to getting into garbage that's left or, or uh, a grill or someone's cooler or something like that. Because like Janet said earlier, the thing that usually comes out on the on the losing end of that deal is is the bear itself. And um, once those bears get really habituated to and associate humans with a food reward, um, it can lead to future aggressive encounters and, and potentially dangerous situations. And it's just not something that we can tolerate. And so, yeah, um, un unfortunately, um, uh, the bear will, will come out losing in that deal. Again, a great way to learn more about this is head to the uh, Game and Fish building uh, June 16th for Living in Large Carnivore Country. A great uh, knowledge-seeking event that would be great for your kids, too, if you have kids that are going to go out and enjoy the outdoors, even if they're not going camping or just hiking. You need to know what to do. That's right. Yeah, and Drew, one last thing I'd like to leave you with is we always encourage a couple things. I mean, we encourage folks to continue to report sightings to us. Doesn't mean we're going to spring into action and, and go out and try to trap or relocate any, you know, every animal that we, we hear about. But we always like to keep tabs on verified sightings and that sort of thing. Always remind folks, hey, don't don't feed the wildlife. You know, sometimes these folks that are feeding deer and turkeys and things like that at the base of the mountain. Well, that's half the reason why that mountain lion was there to begin with. So, Well, use precaution, especially this time of year, because uh, they're lurking. They're lurking and they're, they got their eyes on you. If you say so, Drew. Wyoming to Wyoming, hooking and hunting outdoors. My Country 95.5.
Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors doesn't get any more outdoors than we are right now, does it, Brian? No, we're out here at Glendale Reservoir, and uh, it is a beautiful day. You know, we, uh, we've we kind of been out here fishing for a couple of hours now and caught a couple of walleye. Uh, one thing that I love about Glendale and a lot of the reservoirs and areas that we have out here is it's different anywhere you go on the lake. Yeah, there's so many different presentations a guy could use, and we've experienced a couple of those, throwing some jigs and uh, leeches, throwing some jigs with some plastic twister tails on it, and then uh, we've uh, casted a few crankbaits, and uh, now we're running some slip bobbers. So so really, uh, you could come out here and, you know, different parts of the day, which is really what you've been doing, because you've been out here quite a bit of the day, you know, trying out different uh, catches and different setups that you're going to use over the next few days. Yeah, and the morning bite was definitely... Uh, as always, it's, it was it was a lot better the first thing this morning. Uh, what we're seeing now is we're starting to get some pretty high temperatures. We're we're in the probably the 80s, mid 80s right now, and uh, those fish don't like to be uh, that bright sunshine, and so they're I think they're just going down a little deeper. When you were uh, fishing an area kind of like we're in now, and got some some bluffs and some some rocky areas, how do you cast through here to kind of keep yourself out of trouble? Because we were kind of getting into some pretty heavy stuff earlier, and you know, it's hard to to <laughs> not break a line. Yeah, you know, before we were pretty much just uh, pitching a lot of weed beds, and some of that has some some established uh, willows, which uh, are aren't very forgiving. But a lot of it just has a lot of new growth, um, and I'm not sure what the the actual weed is. But a lot of that stuff can be pulled through. But you know, we're catching fish in those weeds, and that's where those fish are waiting to ambush other little fish or bugs that are coming off the trees or whatever. So. Um, in in this situation, we're in a lot of more shale type of rocky stuff, and it's just uh, we're going to be victim of losing a few jigs. Yeah, absolutely. Now it's been a, a really good day, and you know I've I've only been out here just a, a couple of hours, but a guy could come out here and really get lost in all the different areas that we have, and you know you could camp here and fish for multiple days. Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know <laughs> there's so much there's so much reservoir here. Um, there's so many different shorelines. There's so many different areas that even, I mean, after fishing for 20 years here, I mean, there's areas that, you know, I'm like, oh, I remember fishing this 10 years ago, but I haven't fished it since. So when you just get on a shoreline and you just start covering some ground, I mean, you're going to experience a whole lot of different stuff than you don't normally do. And the only way you're going to catch a fish is if you keep casting. And uh, I've, I've kind of stopped casting right now, so we're going to have to get back to it here <laughs> yeah. shortly. Yeah, no, um, we're... Hopefully going to watch these bobbers go under and maybe see if we can't pull up a few walleyes, maybe a couple of crappie. Both have been uh, pretty good. So uh, live bait's been really good for the crappie and the and the walleyes. So. All right. It's Drew and Brian at Glendo. And wow, what a great place to come out and check out this summer. Maybe bring the kids, bring the family out and, and enjoy it. And uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Tell you what's going on at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. It's been hunting outdoors. My country, 95.5. All right, it's Drew and Brian back at Glendo. And, you know, one of the things that I did before I came out here was I went to Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and made sure that I had the correct license. And uh, it's my first time that I could actually buy a residence license, which I was pretty excited about. That is an ex that is a fun time. <laughs> it sure is. And bad news, but you got the boat and I got the license, so we're going to rock it out. This <laughs> uh, but one other thing that, that I did notice a lot at the uh, the store was uh, a lot of the longer-sleeved uh, UV protection clothing that, that is there that's lightweight and perfect for a day like this. 
Yeah, we carry uh, quite a bit of selection of uh, Columbia, some Under Armour, a few other brands out there. Um, definitely keeping covered up this time of year is, is super important. I mean, it's, it's bright, sunny, hot days. And one thing that we kind of got into a little bit ago was uh, a little bit of bug action. And you guys actually have a whole section that's all about uh, keeping those bugs away. Yeah, we've got, uh, you know, the um, just regular bug sprays, but we've also got uh, the thermocells and, and the wristbands and all, all those types of things that uh, can keep those bugs off you. Especially if you have a, a family, and that's one of the things that keeps them from wanting to go out, and, and that's, you know, a good way to go check it out in there. And uh, maybe you're going to do some fishing this weekend or uh, this week. A lot of families are taking some time off, and, you know, we've been out here, but the equipment you guys have is great for the entire family. Yeah, you know, whether you're going to do a little stream fishing, you know, whether it's um, up at the Bighorns or whether you're going North Platte or, you know, the Pathfinder Alcova. I mean, we've got pretty much every type of rod and reel uh, setup that uh, would take care of those needs for you. Um, as well as the terminal tackle that you would need. So we were just uh, sitting here looking at uh, the the electronics that you have. Yeah, fish finders, uh, trolling motors, um, a lot of that type of stuff that you would need for your boat. Uh, some of it still is uh, supply chain issues. You know, a lot of the uh, hummingbird stuff is uh, on short supply, and some of the link versions that require those you know those microchips that they need for all the vehicles and everything else. Those have been tough, so there have been some supply chain issues. But overall, yeah, I mean, we, we'll get you set up. Hiking is huge right now. I've seen a lot of people heading up to Casper Mountain, and uh, the supplies are, are in full here. Yeah, camelbacks, trekking poles. Just got in a uh, the new selection of mountain house uh, foods. So whether you're going to be backpacking or just need a quick snack, um, the, that's uh, that's in and in stock. So yeah, whatever whatever you're looking for on the backpacking side, we've got it. Make sure you stop out, get all your licenses, get your uh, the things that you need for the entire family. 14 and over have to have a, a fishing license, right? Yeah, well, no, that's right. 14 and under, uh, they're they're good. Uh, for if they want to keep a limit and they're under 14 they need a license and anyone over 14 definitely needs a license get in check it out rocky mountain discount sports cy avenue in casper thanks brian summertime wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on my country 95.5 it's wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors thanks again for uh, joining us here on the program and if you missed any of the shows you can go check them out at the my country 95.5 app just click on demand and you'll get them now it's an exciting time here in casper and all around central wyoming because it's time for some walleye league fishing that's gonna happen and jay fountain from wild hunters and fishermen is here in the studio and jay this is your first year running this thing are you pretty excited yeah for the most part i am yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a different thing, right? The only thing I'm bummed out is I'm not fishing. Uh-huh. That, that's the the tough part about this is you can't really be running the thing and then participating, too. Tell us a little bit about the, the background of this. I know because it's not the first year that the Walleye League has been going on, but uh, it's the first year you've had it. I'm going to go on ahead and run it this year instead of North Platte Walleyes Unlimited. Normally they do it, but... Uh, everybody that they have that's able to do it is super busy. I was asked if I would go ahead and participate in, in the event of running it. And uh, I've fished it for the last three years. Uh, it's super fun. Last year, there was a made it way more fun because there was a small fish pot. So I took my five-year-old and my nine-year-old. Um, I took them out there, and they just they had a blast. 
since you're able to take your kids and, and have them be involved, I mean, obviously the age limit thing really isn't a factor in the league night. Um, the way that it's worded in there is just almost like it is in the game of fish rules. Uh, anybody over the age of 14 fishes as their own creel limit as an adult. Anything 13 and under, it's pretty much open ballpark for them. Is it tough to to start fishing in the tournament or in the, the league? No. Um, people can either message me uh, on Facebook, uh, get a hold of me there, get some information. I do have uh, an open to the public Facebook page for league night. They can also just show up at whichever lake that it happens to be at because we're going to alternate between Pathfinder and Alcova starting on June 22nd. It'll be at Pathfinder, and then the next week it'll go to Alcova. If anybody wants to fish it, just show up, uh, read through the rules, do a registration, and then you're good to go. So really, the whole basis behind it is just giving you a chance to get out and fish? If somebody's interested in the walleye circuit, this is a good way to start learning it. It's a good way to learn the catch photo release process. It teaches you the ethics of it. And I like that you say fish photo release. So you're not keeping all these fish that are being caught. So people that are worried about, you know, the league coming in and, you know, taking all the fish out of the water. And that's not the case. No, no, not at all. It, it's interesting how people, they get very territorial in situations like this where it's something they've done it this way for a long time and things shake up a little bit and they're a little concerned but really you're doing everything exactly almost the way that they were doing it before yes um i can't just uh openly copy somebody else's event i wouldn't want somebody doing that to me it's a it's a mixture of events wrapped into this one so it's a 10-week deal and you don't have to be it every week but it sure helps your standings at the end well yeah um in the very end of it, um, we're going to do an award ceremony. Not only is it going to pay out nightly, it'll pay out uh, overall top weight for the night. And then if somebody wants to get in the big fish pot or the little fish pot, those are going to pay out nightly. And then at the award ceremony, we're going to take the top five weeks and do first, second, third through the top five weeks. The kids have their own division, so the kids are going to be able to win all their own prizes and their own money and same with adults so it really is a family affair where for 10 nights out of the the summer you're going out and fishing yep yeah beat that now if somebody does want to get in on that they can go to the wyo hunters and fishermen facebook or what is the one for the league it is uh wyoming hunters and fishermen walleye league night pretty easy to find in the check-in starts at every at four o'clock Every week, uh, then launch time is at five. Yes, and then uh, what time's it wrap up? Um, off the water by nine. At least all of the boats have to be visibly seen by nine o'clock, no later. And then pretty much wrap up by ten or so. Nine thirty, ten usually just depends on how many boats show up and what people weigh in. It's not bad, I and mean, you may have to knock out of work a little bit early, and you you know have a groggy morning the next morning. But you're fishing. Yeah, it's just like playing softball. All right, guys. So here's what you do: go over to the Wyo Hunters and Fishermen League Night. That's right on Facebook. Yep. Uh, or you can get to Wild Hunters and Fishermen on Facebook and check it out and reach out and contact Jay if you have any more in, uh, questions. Jay, thanks for coming in, and, uh, you know, hopefully people will reach out and, and chat with you and get some information. I appreciate you having me on.